Hello, ladies. You are listening to the Saludable Latina podcast with Lilia Gomez-Ash. The Saludable Latina podcast started with the intention to raise awareness about women's health topics. But then I quickly realized that the wellness journey is full of transitions. So I expanded my mission to include spirituality, intuitive-led, and lifestyle wellness-focused topics. I am more focused to bring authentic conversations and stories relating for our insight for growth in our own wellness journey. The Saludable Latina community is a group of purposeful women who are smart, passionate, and have a dynamic, diverse point of view and insights that will help many women find growth in the wellness space. And I hope that you are able to learn something from their own personal stories or health advice tips or conversations that we have from woman to woman. So before we get started with episode numero 49, I am going to let you know a little bit about Carmel H. She is an INHC Doctor of Holistic Wellness and Healing, and she is effectively always assisting women, children, and families around the world with healing from the root and achieving complete wellness. Her online holistic wellness boutique offers educational programs, one-on-one, and group coaching and private plant-based cooking classes and more. Her new company, Revelation Nutraceuticals Organic, is a revolutionizing the way we view self-care. She is also a mom and a lover of nature and has decided to wake up every day to fulfill her purpose of being a vessel of healing for the nations. So, I got to meet Carmel not only in person but also online through Instagram and then once again in person and I love what she's all about in this creative wellness space and as a matter of fact this month I decided to try one of her products that she actually makes with her own hands and also with natural plants I was ordering four sage bundles that are made with sage lavender and this organic rope that she wraps around with it. And the sage bundles I wanted to get because I needed to have good energy as I am making a transition in my creative wellness entrepreneur life. And so these sage bundles are gonna be used at my home, at my new intentions for wrapping up 2019 and for the beginning of 2020. So. The sage bundles are accessible and affordable as she is working on making her holistic practice accessible to women, children, and families. And if you want to get to know more about what she's all about, make sure you go visit her on Instagram as discover underscore Carmel and you'll get to see what she's all about. So are you ready for the next episode? All right, ladies, bueno. welcome back to another Listas? episode with Saludable Latina. I have a very special guest that I've been trying to connect with in San Diego, and her name is Carmel H. How are you doing today, girl? Yes, I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be of here. Of course. I'm so glad we're finally getting this recording because you are in the wellness space as an herbalist, holistic health coach as well, yes. and also actually starting a business. 
But before we get started with getting to know what your business is, can you let our listeners know a little bit about you and where you're from? Where am I from? Whenever people ask me that, I, I never know what to say. I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's why you hear that Southern draw. Okay. I thought I heard that. I thought <laughs> I, I spent that. my entire <laughs> life in, in the South. And so only spent like maybe five years on the West Coast, which is a total culture shock for me. Oh, but wow. um, yeah, I'm a single mom, business owner. I homeschool my son and he's the light of my life. And yeah, just I love to travel and I love to, to help people. That's amazing. Okay, so because you mentioned you were in Tennessee and then mm-hmm. moving to California, what was a little bit of the culture shock for you? Well, I moved to California from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, so hey, it's a little I'm bit more there. city like mm-hmm. than Tennessee, obviously, but I think the culture shock was more like the southern hospitality versus I don't really even know what to call the culture <laughs> on the okay. West Coast, but it's totally different. You know, yeah. like when you're in the South and you walk by a stranger, there's really no stranger, not even in the grocery store. Yeah. You're walking down the street and people speak to you. Hey, how are you doing? They make eye contact. It's always this like welcoming um, attitude, this welcoming Southern hospitality type thing. Yes. Like you're welcome here type, mm-hmm. but I did not receive, receive that, that in California. Yeah. And it's a little bit slower. I call it the flip flop mentality. Oh. I was like, where does, what does everybody do here in California? <laughs> like people are out having brunch at like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's kind of like, it, it is a bit of yeah. culture shock. I actually had the same, um, culture shock when I was in Texas, mm-hmm. but it was new to me for people people to be nice ah, in a way yeah. I was like I'm not used to this and I had to get I used get to the, the ma'am and I love Texas the southern hospitality mm. um, I have family in Atlanta Georgia mm. southern hospitality yeah. so I miss that part of people just being friendly um, yeah. and I think we just have a mentality of on the go 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 mm-hmm. busy 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 I don't have time to even say hello like yeah. um, unfortunately yeah. um, but Carmel so before you got into the wellness space have you ever experienced anything as far as a woman and woman of color anything in you experienced in your past life with your health or in the woman's reproductive area and if so what were some of those experiences like for you yes um actually the reason why i do what i do is because i had my own personal i'm still on my personal healing journey um i never if you would have had to ask me like 10 years ago like if you or told me you're going to be like you know a holistic practitioner or you're going to be working in the wellness space i probably would have laughed because my whole life i was always interested in fashion design and entertainment i was always producing fashion shows and i had an accessory and apparel company and i had um, pieces in um in boutiques and stores in atlanta and that was my life like a part being a part of fashion week and things like that and you know, I, I spoke about this um, maybe like a week or so ago, and I said that I was not sick enough to really do something about it. I think that sometimes we're on the verge of that, like, oh, well, like, it's normal to be sick, like, here and there, like, I'll have a cold, I'll have a flu, mm-hmm. or, you know, I got the stomach flu, or I got this, or I have that, and it becomes normal life for you to just 
experience these health challenges and then go to the doctor and it's a quick fix you think and or go to the drugstore and grab some you know why do they call it the drugstore like grab some drugs mm-hmm. over the counter <laughs> easily accessible yeah. exactly and these things are not healing you either so you're in this cycle of like always being sick so what happened for me was um, at a very young age, I started receiving like these heart palpitations and like sharp pains in my chest. And I was born with scoliosis. So okay. if I'm not getting adjustments, which I found out later on that if I'm not getting adjustments regularly and mm-hmm. my immune system is compromised, then I'm going to be experiencing like my organ shift and I, I'll experience these different symptoms. And so it like started getting worse and worse and worse. And um, I would be like shaking at work or like my mouth would get really dry. I would literally pass out. I mean, everybody at work, they would always, it was like normal for Carmel to like have the ambulance picking her up. Like seriously, like (laughs) once or twice a month, this was happening. There was one time that they they were trying to knock down my door um, at home because I couldn't get out of bed and my son was sleeping. And I, I couldn't answer the door for them. They So they had to knock down my door in order to come in the house. And like, because I, I couldn't control, I didn't know what was going on. And yeah. I started, um, it was one moment. It was one particular moment when I said, I'm going to stop looking for outside sources and relying on these medical doctors who we put so much faith in. And obviously they don't know how to help me and they're just winging it out here. Um, and so I'm going to take, charge of my own life. I went to the hospital for a mild concussion and the doctor said, okay, well, I see that you came in here like a few weeks ago. And, um, and so like, what would you like for us to do for you today? And I'm like, well, they said that if I'm continuing to have pain and if things don't get better to come back. So here I am. Last time they did CAT scans and CT scans and all these types of things on me, they realized I was bleeding inside of my left ear. And so now I'm back because I'm still having pain. She was clueless on how to help me. And so I told her she, when she asked, kept asking me these questions, like, okay, well, like, what do you want us to do? I'm like, well, I don't know if I knew then I would be here (laughs) trying to get your help. So I literally said, I don't want you to do anything. Thank you very much for your time. And I literally walked out of the door and I have never been back to a hospital or doctor since. How did that experience feel for you knowing that you were, like you said, you were putting your health in the hands of the providers and you feel like you weren't receiving um, the proper care that you wanted to see Mm -hmm. reflected on why you were there in the beginning, right? So how did that make you feel like walking away saying, this was pointless. Yeah, I felt upset and I think a little hopeless. Like, well, if these people are going to the doctor, for for a moment I felt like, if these people are going to get their degree and this is what they're here to do, this is what your job is, to help people and help them through their, you know, their journey to to get better health or whatever. Mm and you can't even help me, then I 
like what am I supposed to do for myself? Mm -hmm. So I had to empower myself to realize that I do have the power. My body has the power and I do know what to do. (laughs) Yes, and thank you so much for saying that, that you're actually having that self reflect of you do having, owning that power of being able to find that because a lot of the times we leave those decisions up to the medical providers Mm -hmm. and you know, there's nothing wrong with going to a doctor, but it's also like, I always tell like clients and patients, we need to take our health into our own yes. hands. So you started to realize, yes. I needed to take my health into my own hands. So what were the beginning steps for you of doing that? Yeah, I started to eliminate things. I always encourage my clients to um, don't start, don't make it seem like you were just getting rid of everything. Mm-hmm. But for me, I didn't. I'm the type of person when I find out something, then I just go all in. So I just started. I knew that there were certain things that I was eating that I could cut out completely and I knew was affecting me like Mountain Dews with all that sugar (laughs) and oh my God. When I tell people that I used to drink Mountain Dews, they're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) they're awful. (laughs) But that was my thing. Like at work, trying to keep myself, you know, like energized or whatever, Mm -hmm. that false sense of energy. You know, just having those things like a, a honey bun, like sugar, coffee, like drinking coffee throughout the day, all that yeah. caffeine. I realized that that was one of the problems too. I cut out meat. I cut out dairy. I just started eliminating things. And as I started eliminating things one by one, I realized, wow, I actually feel better. It was like, okay, I'm not experiencing the things that I was before. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, they're not calling the, the ambulance to come pick me up anymore. And like, I'm not feeling dehydrated. And like, I don't get the heart palpitations and, you know, shortness of breath and those types of things like so, so often anymore. And so as I start eliminating, I start realizing that it was working. Yeah. So it was based on also nutritional decision mm-hmm. too, right? Because yes, mainly. Like you were saying, you were eliminating certain things that you were consuming that a lot of people are sometimes blinded by some of the guidelines yeah. of, you know, you should eat this, this, and yes. this. And what we don't know is how the body is going to react to those um, elements of those food products. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell people all the time, you know, even if it's listed on the list, doesn't mean you should consume it because you don't know how your body's going to react right. to it. So exactly. as soon as you started to identify elimination, yes. you started to notice your symptoms were reciting away, yeah. which was a beautiful thing. Yes. So after discovering that, what was your next step in your health goals? Right. I realized that not only were the physical things that I was consuming was affecting my health, but also my environment. That. Yes. So I literally, I was telling my son the other day, like I literally went through a few years like a long time I wasn't even listening to the radio like I was so careful cleanse my entire mindset it was like a whole mental detox where it was like no radio I was um no no tv um if I had I would walk down the street and everything I would always have on a um headset listening to audiobooks and things like that like feeding my brain positivity all the time. And I was learning so much about even having conversations, but still being able to tune out of a conversation if it went a certain way Mm -hmm. and tune into what was in my ear. So even at work, if I had to answer phones and stuff like that, I would have one, I would have my hair down so that I could put at least one in, Mm -hmm. one um, earphone in, earbud in, and I could tune you out 
and then listen to my headphones when I felt that the direction of the conversation wasn't going the way I wanted it to. So mm -hmm. I knew I always had an outlet. This was until I could do it on my own. Okay. Right. So now I, I have these to give me tools and all these tans um, these different tools that I could use. Mm -hmm. But once I got strong enough that I'm in a conversation and I can just say no and walk away and I can just say, no, no, this is not healthy for me. I'm going to end this conversation right now and just hang up. I just I, I had to do other things. So it was a mental it started to be a mental detox after the physical eating. I love that because you were preparing not only your physical um, body um, elements, you know, obviously our vessel, mm -hmm. but you were also preparing the mind yes. because the mind and the brain are so strong and unique that I love that fact that you were um, doing a mental detox, yes. you know, and feeding yourself all yes. the positive affirmations and energies and thoughts and conversations and reading books that feed that yes. that's going to get you to a, a better lifestyle so after you were maneuvering that and finding all this good energy that mm -hmm. you were picking up um you mentioned you used to work in fashion mm -hmm. and you had you know fashion boutiques <laughs> and putting yeah. fashion shows and yeah. that must have been fun because i used to yeah. love watching all that i mean who doesn't we still love yes. fashion right yes. but you also noticed there was a shift so when did yeah. you start to decide to shift from like the business fashion to into the wellness holistic world yeah well i realized the power of what i had done for myself because even after the physical detox the process of elimination the process of elimination for the mental detox then it was um discovering spirituality because then it was like you're not just a physical being you yes. are mainly a spiritual being mm -hmm. so then it was discovering so much about that once i put all of those elements together it was like so powerful for me and i for me i've always been the type of person who wants to help people mm -hmm. so throughout my journey i've been in the grocery store i like i just talk to people so i'm in the grocery store sharing information i'm sharing with my family i'm sharing with friends and i'm just sharing information and i realized that the power of sharing information was so transformational for other people like wow you took my advice. I just shared something with you. You took my advice and now you're off of your medications or this and that. Mm -hmm. And um, I got the opportunity to work with um, a family to help them. Mm -hmm. I mean, they saw the power of what I was doing and um, they were from Nigeria. And that really just evolved this whole like wellness space for me. It was like, I can really help people like I can make a difference in the world and not that I couldn't through my one-of-a-kind you know customized pieces that I was making for people because that was my way of showing love was like creating this whole piece that you know they would love and you know every time they wear it it makes them feel a certain way yeah it was like this is something that you cannot take away from someone mm -hmm. your health you know like I'm giving a gift of health to someone so that they can be here for their family, so that they can live the life of their dreams, so that they can live a life of longevity, so they can be happy again, you know, so they can feel comfortable again. Like those types of things for me, I don't know, the shift, it just, it was more important 
to help people in that capacity. And the more I learned, because I'm a research queen, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, good. I'm the one that's up at 3.30 in the morning, like, researching. Well, I don't know about 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm a night owl. So, like, in the quiet of the night, that's where I thrive. So, oh, okay. I'm up reading, and I'm researching, and I'm doing all of this stuff. So, reading scientific reports and all of this stuff. That's like, amazing, though, that you're having that quality time. Yes. And, and really not just, um, really not just googling everything you're mm-hmm. going oh, into yeah, scientific right. no i'm not articles. a googleologist <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you know i always tell yeah. people don't google it because yeah, it's, it's yeah. like then you're going to start creating your own diagnosis <clears throat> it's like if anything always going to research articles google some things right get to know the holistic approach the right. western approach and all that right. so as you're as you were doing all this research as a night person mm-hmm. night owl that beautiful mm-hmm. totem of a night owl mm-hmm. and you know saying like comparing like making a piece that they can wear to make them feel good or investing in the health where they can live a longer life for and be there for their family what were some of the practices that you first started with was it nutrition was it health coaching was it um doing assessments for families and getting to know what kind of service you wanted to build so where did you start yeah i started mainly working with families um because i feel like well, the mainly the moms and the children, because um, as as a mom, we are the ones who are responsible for like the food that's in the home. You know, providing those types of things like a nutritious meal in the home. So, I found that kind of targeting the the women and children in the family was um, was going to be the best direction for me. Um, it was. I guess mainly nutrition at first Mm -hmm. because I felt like I needed to learn a lot more about that because we have so many addictions to food and after finding out about food and how it sometimes creates those addictions, um, it plays a huge role in those, like the different, you know, chemical compounds and breakdowns of different foods. It's like how our body reacts to it and creates an addiction and also how your emotional trauma can create addiction. So I was finding out about that by going to, um, study nutrition and being a health coach and stuff like that. That's beautiful that you really took the time to, um, being able to work with women and children first, because to be quite honest, we're pretty highly targeted for certain, um, food groups i mean right now we have a big problem with obesity and diabetes with young people and children yeah. right um so i love the fact that you went into nutrition um as soon as you started to evolve in this health coach and nutrition what else were you tapping into that you saw there was a need because you mentioned something really powerful right now emotion also leads to addiction yes so you started to see there's also the spiritual side that also reflects the overall well-being which i love because i'm a very spiritual person myself so how did you actually started to see the emotion aspect and when did you actually start um also including spirituality and then what what other services did you also explore that were you were thinking this is the route i'm going because i'm seeing more and more of what's needed for an overall health for the individual or family or as a person yeah well um that's an awesome question it started with myself i think a lot of times that's what it does like we see certain things in ourselves and then we notice that so many other people are dealing with the same thing so i had my own food addictions i had my own 
um, things that I would be like, oh no, I would never give that up. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we say certain things like that? Or why are we hiding food? Like when you start doing those types of things, there's some type of emotional attachment to yes. it. So I realized that I was doing those things. So once I started digging deeper on why I was experiencing those things, it was easier for me to, um, to learn more about how to help other people. So I started studying, um, psychology, child psychology and things like that, like the brain and how the brain works and Mm -hmm. um, how our body reacts to trauma and how our brain can automatically shut down or um, how things that we consume can create, can make us have certain cravings just because like you have no idea why you're having these random cravings and all of a sudden that's you know that's something that you're doing you're like why am i craving this and why am i that's like a nasty combination why am i even craving that and you don't know that your body is doing that because it wants to feed a certain toxin or feed a certain thing and maybe you might even go get those things or whatever and you don't realize that you're actually feeding into (laughs) your cravings and those health challenges so how about the time we're always we're always caving into those cravings. Mm-hmm. What was the emotional, spiritual aspect to your holistic practice and your learning that you thought you also wanted to share with other people? That there's something greater. There's just something greater than what we see. There's something deeper than what we realize taking place. Um we are sometimes disconnected from each other mm-hmm. and we're sometimes disconnected from who we really are. And so once I started, like I said, discovering, going through my own self-discovery, self-realization journey, it was like, okay, I need people to understand that who you are in your spirituality, not religion, but who you are in your spirituality is actually so much more important than the physical aspect. Mm -hmm. Like you are not this being, like you're the person that I see sitting in front of me right now, but there's something deeper taking place. And once we become more mindful of who we are in that space, we can control so much more that we think it is out of control, out of our control. Yeah. It's kind of hard to explain. Yeah, it is. I'm trying to, like, find the words. Don't worry. I think people are going to feel those words that you just said because in reality, like, spirituality really can't be explained because everybody's going through their own process, right? right? So along this beautiful journey of, you know, finding out about your health, you're evolving, creating these health coaching, nutrition, um, getting grounded with psychology in the brain and, yeah. and, and really nurturing that side, you decided to launch a business. Can you let us know what the business is? Yeah, so recently I just launched Revelation Nutraceuticals um, where we focus on healing from the root. So products that are organic, you know exactly what's in your, you know, and I call it food because it really is yeah. that. It's plants, you know. So 
it, you know exactly what's in it and you don't have to compromise your health over here. You go to the store and grab um, some type of medicine, over-the-counter medicine, and there's all these symptoms. Or you, your doctor prescribes a medication and it's like, well, this might help with this, but also blah, 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 blah. It's like a list of things that will be wrong. And yeah, you yeah. Actually, it might be actually fatal to you. It's like, excuse me, do you know what fatal is? Like, yeah, too. It's like, always read what could yeah. possibly happen because you just, we can't rely on these medications mm -hmm. to do all these miracle whipping. So as you're discovering this, like you said, mm -hmm how are you manifesting creating what you want to create for for yourself and mm -hmm. for your clients so i felt like there was a need for a customized experience the doctors don't give you a customized experience they just give you what they give everyone else just on a different level depending on the milligrams and you know the different levels of strength but there's no customized experience you just get whatever the yeah, the um, pharmacist gives you, the doctor gives you, or whatever. Um, and these drug companies, whatever drugs they create, that's what you're getting. Those are your options. And so I wanted to create an experience focused on bio-individuality. Every single person is different. Like you were saying, you don't know if one thing is going to, you're going to react a different way from someone else. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you need that, but maybe not at the strength that someone else does. And so I wanted to give people an opportunity to customize an experience um, to help them to dig deeper into the root healing from the root so that you don't actually need medicine. You don't actually need to really go to the doctor. I can't tell you the last time I went to the doctor, to be honest with you. The last seven years, I have not even been sick at all. I think people think I'm crazy when I say that, but I've literally not even had a cold or the flu. Speaking or of anything. the cold or flu, because we're about to go into the cold season, yeah. um, do you have a special... Um, I guess, how do you say, concise remedy yeah. in your plan with this new business for people who are maybe who don't want to get vaccinated for the flu season? Do you have something that's customizable to someone that doesn't want to get a flu shot? Yes, I think the most important thing that we understand that we need to understand is that our immune system has been compromised. So what needs to happen is we need to boost our immune system. So there's nothing in particular nothing special but whatever strengthens your immune system so basically like if someone said okay our whole family always gets the flu and gets the cold and all that kind of stuff and we want to protect ourselves so then it's like let me sit down and talk to you let me see what's going on what different types of things you're eating what different types of things that you're doing the age groups and all i have to find out all of these different things about you now i can customize an experience so that you don't feel like you're taking medicine and your kids don't even feel like they're taking medicine that this is like this is just something that you do like you you enjoy it like i i made a um a new creation called mocha cafe but there's no coffee in it it's a um it's a plant-based just you know herbal blend that um has all these delicious ingredients and you don't feel like you're missing anything you yeah. feel like i can enjoy this this beverage in the morning and i can give up my coffee or i don't have to drink it as much like this is my alternative and you're enjoying the experience it's just not like 
okay, I gotta drink this or I gotta take this tea. And then one of my clients, she doesn't like taking pills. Uh -huh. So the reishi mushrooms, instead of doing the supplements for her, what I did was I included exactly how much she would take in supplements into each tea bag. Oh, wow. So now she's drinking it, which is actually better for her because it's a liquid and it goes through her bloodstream. So she's enjoying that because she's like, oh, I know I need this. I know I need that. But I don't like taking supplements. I really don't. But she likes coffee. I'm like, all right, awesome. But she doesn't want to drink it all the time because she doesn't. She realizes that it's kind of acidic and it creates that acidity in your body. So I've created this you know tea for her and just included the reishi mushroom in there so now i mean she's given me so many different um that's amazing testimonies yeah. from that <laughs> i think it's beautiful like you said you're really taking the time to get to, getting to know your client yes. 15 minutes tell me what you're here for yeah yeah right so you're right. really getting to know their lifestyle yes. and seeing how you can implement your experience right. with your business right and, but not really as a business but more um holistic individual that really cares for the individual that right. wants to make a change right that's why right. I, I found you very like i need to get you interviewed because yeah. you know we need to be mindful that our community needs this because yeah. we're very stuck in our old ways of you don't tell me what to do i don't want to oh, change yeah. this i can still eat that but yet we're yeah. feeling so bloated yeah. we're having abdominal pain we're right. cramping we're having diarrhea right. you know, and we're just tolerating it we're tolerating because we become so accustomed to tolerating things or it's a part of your culture i hear so oh, many yes. people saying that like yesterday um um i was i'm at rehearsal for some things i'm gonna launch soon but okay. uh, so i was at rehearsal and the guy beside me he was he's filipino and uh -huh. he said how are you vegan and da -da -da. he's asking me all these questions he's like i could never do that because i'm filipino because of the culture they eat a lot of um, like, meat pork you name it you know that's just crazy that just because you identify with this culture mm -hmm. that you wouldn't want to to shift that just like you that is the reason why you're yeah. saying you would never do that but i guarantee you most people who have a traumatic um health scare you will make the change. <laughs> yeah, you will make well, the change. Well, at that point, it becomes tertiary that they must make right. the change. It's not about your culture. They're not about actually their health is now deteriorating because yes. of a condition that right. might be relating to their nutritional intake. Right. So I love the fact that you're really positive in being able to supply this service um, with an intention from the root. Yes. Like you said, because it really all starts with the root. Yes, we do have traditional culture and our yes. plates so we don't want to beautiful live, right yeah but there's also room for for change that can help benefit that healthy lifestyle that we're trying to to manifest so what are two good books that you have read that you would recommend to the listeners today okay well i have two okay so let's see I, the one of them would be a book called the Empath Survival Guide um, by Judith book really just opened up my mindset to this whole new world of spiritual sensitive. Our, like our bodies, our, our spirits pick up things, but if we're not mindful of that, we don't know where it's coming from, right? Yes. So this book opens up the door to, to that, just answering <laughs> so many of people's questions and like, I promise you, if you read it, you in some capacity, even if it's just one one thing. And then it helps us understand our kids, too. Like, 
why our kids, you know, are the way they are. And if they have certain sensitivities, it's like, oh, well, that little thing right there, it, that irritated me when they did that. But really, they're just acting on, you know, they're being guided by their spirit. It's something deeper that's taking place. Now we're understanding each other. Like, I know my son's love language. I am so deep into wanting to know my son. That way I can be the mom that he needs me to be. That's amazing. Right? So this book actually helped me to understand his spiritual sensitivities and his, you know, emotional sensitivities and things like that and where the root was coming from. And another book, um, I think that another book would be Sarah Jakes Roberts, um, Don't Settle for Safe. Yeah, the, that title just speaks for itself. Yeah. Just It's available on Amazon. She's amazing. And although she's a pastor, she just speaks to you on a different level. I love pastors that can speak to you in a different oh, level. Because yes. then they're relating it to real yeah, life. Yeah, like you, you can know. just relate to her. Like, yes. that's your sister. That's your girlfriend. Yes. And you're like, yes. Yes. Like, yes, girl. Like, I love her. Like she's just amazing yeah. so don't settle for safe that that title right there like I said speaks volumes already because I think so um so many times we focus on being comfortable you know that comfortable safe yes. space yeah. and it's like why are we settling for that when we are so much greater than that We're sometimes so we have to push boundaries within ourselves right. right if people wanted to find you where can they find you they can find me everywhere no, <laughs> um they can find me on instagram that is where i am the the most um discover underscore carmel c-a-r-m-e-l-l-e and um, my YouTube channel, Discover Carmel, and Discover Carmel TV, and uh, on Facebook, Discover Carmel. But I'm not really on Facebook that often. But they can definitely find me there too. Click the link in the bio and in uh, on Instagram, and you'll find everything that I'm doing. If I'm speaking oh, at an event, yes, or launch a new book, new product blog posts, whatever. You can click the link in the bio at all times and awesome. see like where I am. <laughs> awesome. Speaking of, do you have any upcoming events that you're going to be participating in? Yes. Um, Real Women Sisterhood oh, in yes. San Diego. Yay. I'll be speaking on October the 10th. Exciting. So they just opened it up for the tickets and stuff like that. So please, I'll be, I'll be putting the link in my bio, but you can go to, I think it's real women underscore sisterhood on instagram uh -huh. and they you can click the link in the bio and get um get tickets to that but i'm so excited to be partnering up with marissa like That's she's amazing. so awesome i'm hoping to make it um mm -hmm. because i've been trying to make it to some of her um gatherings i just haven't been able to make it because something always comes up and i'm thinking i gotta yes. make it to the next one so hoping to be able to come on and hear you and yes listen. please because when you back need to represent right? right um if people wanted to email you where can they email you that's integrative health and the number seven at gmail.com so integrative health number seven at gmail.com all right, ladies, where well, there you go. We had a really good conversation with Carmel. And by the way, I want to give her a shout out because she creates these amazing sage Ooh. bundles that I just <laughs> purchased. Yes. Um, and she makes them all with natural um, flowers, herbs, and the way she just makes them, she pours a lot of love into mm -hmm. them. So make sure you go support her. She is in the spirituality wellness space. And if you want to get to know more about her services, I will make sure to link her 
social media handles as well as her email and her upcoming events so that way you can catch Carmel in San Diego since we have a new Tennessee sister in San yes. Diego. So I'm hoping that you're loving San Diego so far. But, but that's all for now. So until next time, um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>